What's going on, everybody? You are listening to another episode of the Black Dad Chronicles. My name is Courtney McIntosh, your host. Um, and we got a lot on your uh, got on a lot on my plate today, so we're gonna get right into it. First and foremost, before I get started, though, I just want to thank everybody for uh, all the support they've been. I've been, you know, tendered throughout uh, the entire time I've had this podcast. This is episode twenty four, um, and a lot of things happened this week, um, and really kind of, uh, you know steer the direction of stuff I want to talk about. So it's three things major that happened this week. First, we have the, um, the hor- fourth, three things that happened that I want to talk about that I really want to address. The first one, which is probably the most serious, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on. Um, that would be the tragedy that happened in Las Vegas. Um, you know, a, a, a guy uh, shot and killed over 59 people. I mean, over 50 people while, while wounding over 400, 500 people. Um, say it was one guy. Uh, I don't believe that for a second. Not trying to get get my Alex Jones on or, you know, be, you know, conspiracy theorist. But um, I don't believe for one second that one guy, um, you know, was able to do all that, get all that hardware up into the hotel I mean, he probably could do it, you know, if he had a lot of bags, you know, do we, I I don't even know if they, I haven't really been paying attention to the story just because I try not to focus on negativity and stuff in life. And that's a very bad situation. I'm not trying to, you know, co-opt and corrupt it. Um, so I'm just giving my, my quick take on it and excuse me because my allergies are going crazy today. So I'm a little stuffy. Um, so bear with me. So I just don't believe that a guy with no type of military training at all um, could let off all those rounds in in that short amount of time and be by yourself. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? That's some stuff that you see in movies. You know what I'm saying? Um now I was while I was at the gym this morning. I was seeing on Fox News they were saying, um, you know, now it's suspected that he had help, was looking to escape, yada yada yada. Um, look, man, I don't know what's going on in this, in this world. I know uh, this world can be an evil place, but um, there also is a lot of good in this world. But um, it's tough. Um, like right now, you know, I find myself at here as a, uh, you know, uh, a Christian, uh, a Bible believing Christian. Um, it is tough for me to have hope during these times, you know, with Twitter fingers and, you know, all this racism starting to bubble up or, you know what I'm saying? And it's just craziness coming from all sides. So it's tough for me to have hope in a better tomorrow um, when this is, you know, while this is going on. But if you believe in the Bible, and I truly do, um, things are supposed to get worse before they get better. Um, So um, once again, I just want to, you know, just send my thoughts and prayers out to those uh, affected by it. Um, I have a cousin that lives in Las Vegas. My little sister lives in Las Vegas, and and they're safe. Um, So, uh, you know, I'm just... 
uh, just my, my thoughts and prayers are um, into, you know, are, you know, I just, you know, I had to pray, pray for everybody who was affected by that, you know. So, um, didn't want to, you know, start to show out on a rather somber note, but, um, so let's get into what I really want to talk about. So, first, before we, you know, so I'm a big hoops junkie. I love the NBA. Uh, I love college basketball, even though college basketball is just, um, you know, college basketball is bad basketball, but you have to be a hoops junkie to really, really like college basketball. And I, I, I consider myself a hoops junkie. I was looking for streams last night to to watch, you know, the preseason games because my wife changed the cable package and we no longer have NBA TV. And the Pistons game wasn't on TV last night, which I felt was rather stupid. Um, but, you know, um, it is what it is. So, um, the NBA has changed their All-Star game format. And I used to be a big proponent of the All-Star game. I love the All-Star game. And, uh, you know, those, you know, growing up, the All-Star game used to be just, you know, for the first three quarters, you know, just a glorified exhibition game. I mean, it is a glorified exhibition game, but it would be more, you know, freewheeling and, and dealing and stuff like that. But then the fourth quarter lot hit and, you know, everybody locked in and they wanted to win the game. What the last two or three years, you know, hasn't been that way. Last year, finally, I was like, man, you know, and I usually, so usually uh, I, I am a cook, so I work nights and I work weekends typically. So um, the last couple years, I've had to record the All-Star game and, you know, just kind of watch the playback, watch it back. Um, and last year, I was sitting down watching the All-Star game. And I was like, man, this is a waste of my time. You know, like they don't care. This is trash. Because it was just like, you know, Everybody was just like, you know, shooting from half court, trying to dunk. Um, Russ was trying to score 50 points. Uh, Steph Curry was trying to yam out on everybody. But, you know, it was just kind of, I don't, I don't know. You know, it just, it wasn't enjoyable. So, the new format is, um, there will still be, uh, you know, the fans will still vote the starters in. But the highest vote getter from each conference. So what they're doing is they're abolishing the East and West Conference. So the two highest vote getters from each conference, I'm sorry, the highest vote getters from each conference and the fan vote will be elected team captains. And then once the rest of the reserves, you know, once the reserves are selected, then those two captains will have a pool uh, of people to pick from. So I think that's going to make for some really interesting teams. Um, like last year, uh, case of point, um, the team captains would have been LeBron James and Steph Curry. You know, would have been pretty interesting. Um, you know, I was <coughs> excuse me, I was reading yesterday. Um, could this be the last opportunity that the Banana Boat Gang would have to you know play with each other? But you know, hey. Dwayne Wade's probably not making an all-star team this year, and neither is Carmelo. Um, but, you know, it's going to it's gonna be interesting. Um, and I think this change was, you know, not a long time coming, but it, this is one change that was needed. You know, the NFL with the Pro Bowl now does, 
does it this way. Um, the NHL, uh, which I'm not a hockey guy, but I do tune in in the playoffs sometimes. Um, but the last two years, I've watched the NHL All-Star Game just because they changed the format. Uh, it's three-on-three hockey. Um, they pick team captains, and then the team captains can 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 draft the guys they want. And it is so so much fun. It is such an enjoyable uh, viewing experience from a guy who's not uh, a hockey guy. You know what I'm saying? That it was this is this was needed. You know. Um, now baseball, I don't think they'll ever change because you know they don't necessarily need to, and their All Star Game actually determines you know which team is the team from the NL or the AL uh, gets home field advantage. So their All-Star game actually means something. So um, and home field advantage in the World Series, I mean. Um, so their All-Star game actually means something. Um, so um, they also passed lottery reform uh, for, the, for the NBA draft. Um, so now... The top three picks have an the top the the worst three teams have an equal shot at getting the number one pick, and now the lowest they could drop down to is five, I believe. Um, so you know, I'm all for lottery reform too. I don't like tanking. Uh, I I would have hated to be a Philadelphia 76ers fan the last three, four years. But you know what? I kind of wish my Pistons, you know, would have tanked a little bit to try to get a high draft pick instead of being stuck somewhere in the middle and, you know, getting somebody who's not a game changer. So um, hopefully this will kind of take out the tanking aspect. Um, I do like what the the solution that – Pistons coach and uh, team president Stan Van Gundy throughout um, abolished the draft um, and let all the incoming uh, guys be free agents, but you still have to work under the salary cap. Um, you know, then you could see. First of all, that would that would probably make it a little hard for you know the the top the better teams out because you know the better teams are usually more capped out than anybody else because you know you got superstars on your roster you gotta pay um I think that'll be just fun to see who would sign where um and I think it would have you know you would need to have it like maybe three to four days before the free agency period actually starts um and then it will give these guys like four, you know, like, you know, four days to choose where they want to go for four years, you know. So uh, now uh, getting into the meat of the situation, what I really wanted to talk about. America's favorite dad is at it again. Um, so LeVar Ball, who is probably the most famous father in America right now, uh, father of um, Lonzo. Uh, LiAngelo and LaMelo. Um, LeVar Ball made some waves this uh, week when he announced that he would be pulling um, the youngest son, LaMelo, out of high school. He's a junior in high school. Um, be pulling him out of high school to focus solely on basketball training, and he's going to homeschool him. People were outraged. People were outraged. Oh, 
what is he doing? He's ruining his kids' lives. Yada, 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 yada. But, I mean, the reason why I don't necessarily have a problem with it is because, um, you know, we see kids in other sports do this all the time, like tennis pros, figure skaters, um, you know, some football players. You know, they get homeschooled, and but, you know, there are districts that allow, especially for team sports, like they get homeschooled, but there are districts that allow that if you, you know, like homeschool inside the district or something, you could like attend that. You could play sports at the high school or something like that. Um, so um, I think it shocked people, one, because people just don't like LeVar Ball because he's loud and brash and unapologetically himself. Um, but it's never been done before in basketball. Um, it's never been done before in basketball. So I think that was kind of like maybe a shock to certain, to some people. Um, but you know, people in other sports do it all the time. Tim Tebow famously was, you know, homeschooled. Um, but you know, and I was like, you know, at first when I heard the news, I'm like, okay, you know, that's cool. Why not? But then it kind of, it, it seems like there may be an ulterior motive for him doing it. Um, because the coach at Chino Hills uh, last year resigned. Uh, Chino Hills is is the school that all all of our sons have been to, starting with Lonzo, um, the number one high school that they you know that's the high school that they all attended. Um, so last year, apparently, Lavar and the head coach didn't get along. The head coach resigned. So now the new coach. Um, came in and one of the things he said was, you know, all those 50 shots a game, that's not going to fly. So it seems like LeVar's ass was a little chapped by saying, you know, by hearing the coach say, Hey man, well, we're not going to have one guy shooting 50 shots a game. And I think while I don't have a problem with him, you know, pulling LaMelo out of, um, high school, to homeschool them. Um, what I do think it could set, uh, an expectation in his youngest son, who, if you watch the, you watch their reality show, they have a reality show on Facebook, um, ball in the family. And it's a really good show. It actually lets you see, you know, the, you know, their personalities and stuff, because, you know, that was the, that was the thing when, you know, LeVar Ball first starts speaking out and people start getting wind of who he was. Uh, you know, the kids are robots. They're scared of their dad. You know, you know they're just basically puppets and he controls them. And watching this show, uh, you know, you can see the kids' personalities and, and stuff. And one thing you notice with LaMelo is he's 15, but he's a really immature kid for 15. And I mean... We all were immature. You know, most of us were immature at 15. But LaMelo is a really immature kid. And the hope is that this doesn't set a precedent in his head that, you know, I don't have to listen to coaching, you know, if I don't want to, I can just leave and, and do this. You know, I hope, and you guys know, I, I've, I've long been a champion of LeVar Ball, um, on my show, I mean, and, and you know, 
people were saying, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. Hey, he trained his first, his, his oldest son to be the number two pick in the NBA draft. You know, so one for one, they're all high level, you know, high school players, all of them, you know, scholarship. LiAngelo will be a freshman at UCLA this year. And he is the, he is their lowest ranked recruit coming in uh, because most scouting services say, uh, have him ranked as a three-star recruit. And uh, the general consensus is he is the, the least talented of the three. Um, I haven't seen enough of him, you know, playing basketball to, to say that, you know, I'm just going by what the scouting services say. Um, but you know, he's one for one so far, you know, he got one son to the NBA. Um, now I had a conversation with my mom about it and, you know, she, she's like, I, I just have a problem with, you know, people trying to live vicariously through their children and, you know, this and that. And I'm like, well, I understand that. But, you know, he had a goal in life. He wanted his kids to be NBA players. He's got one there. And if everything works out, he'll have, he'll be three for three. Um, but, um, that gets me to want to talk about how much control, should we have over our kids' lives? You know, how much control should we really have? I, me personally, I feel like until my kids, so, okay, let me, okay. So I I should have, I'm not going to say I should have total control of my kids' life, but I think I should, you know, you want to be hands-on with your kids. You know, you want to be there to guide them um, and to make sure they're going in the right direction. Um, me personally, I am more hands-on where I don't want to control everything, but I, w- I just want to, you know, kind of nudge my kids in a certain directions and see, you know, see how they fit. Now, because I love sports, I've tried to push my kids, you know, into playing sports. And my kids do play sports, they like sports, but they're not into sports like you know you see people who come up to who grow up and be professional athletes you know all my kids like basketball my my bookends you know they like soccer um jasmine likes golf you know she's the middle kid um and so i'm trying to like just devote time to get them to you know find a game find a sport and, and stick with it because you know, anything to help pay for college will help, you know, academically, you know, athletically, anything that'll help, help pay for college, me and my wife will take. Um, but you also have to know your kids. Like I know that I can't like push my kids and drive them to be athletes because at 13, 10 and seven, I already know that's not who they are. My kids are artsy. My kids will, if you give my kids, you know, pencil and paper, they will sit and draw for hours. My kids are artists. They're they're more artsy than anything. You know, my son likes being outside. They all like being outside. My son loves sports. He loves basketball. Now he's at the age where he's trying to he's trying to try me. Like he's like, "Hey, you know, bet you can't beat me in a race." You know, 
bet you came better, hoop better than me. And I'm like, man, please. You know, so he's been angling for me like the last two weeks because we have like a basketball hoop, you know, in our complex where we live. So he's been angling for me to go, uh, you know, hoop with him. And I'm like, well, son, you know, I can't because it's concrete and my knees are bad and hooping on concrete just makes everything worse, you know. But it's like that doesn't matter to him. He doesn't care. He's just been challenging me and challenging me. And then we was challenging me to a foot race. I'm like, dog, I'm not about to run in these shoes. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to run in these shoes. These are my fresh shoes. I'm, you know? He didn't want to accept that. He was baiting me and baiting me. So I'm like, oh, go race your sisters outside. So, you know, him and the girls went outside. They was, you know, having a race and everything like that. Um, I mean, hey, man, if he can run faster than me, he can run faster than me. I'm not going to just, you know, let him do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to just, you know, give him the victory. He's going to have to earn it. So, um, we are, you know, we the Auburn Hills Community Center um, um, has open gym on Monday nights, Wednesday, I mean, Friday nights. Um, so, tomorrow... We're going to go to the gym, going to hoop. Uh, you know, I haven't been, man, I haven't been on the court in like a year and a half, you know, just because I, you know, I got really heavy, you know, my joints are bad, but now, you know what I'm saying? I done lost weight. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling pretty good. So why not go out, go back out there and see what I can do? I know I can beat him because he's not, he thinks he's a better basketball player than he actually is. And now, now one thing that he we didn't used to do is he wouldn't take coaching from me very well. Like I tell him to work on this, work on this, work on this. And he'd get upset, you know what I'm saying? But my brother come out there and just have him in a layup line doing layup drills. All right. Yeah. Uncle duck. Yeah. Uh, okay. What else you want me to do? And I'm like, uh, are you serious? Like, come on. Like I'm telling you to do the same things and you get mad at me, but your uncle comes out here tells you to do the same things I'm telling you to do, you all gung-ho about it. But, you know, that's either here nor there. I'm going to give him his game tomorrow, you know, give him that work. Um, You know, just because, I mean, look, man, I could hoop. I might not, I'm not as good as, uh, you know, I'm not as, you know, good as I used to be just because my skills have eroded because, you know, I haven't been hooping, but. You know, I'm going to give them that work tomorrow, I think. Uh, but, yeah, you know, how much control are, do we want to have over our kids' lives? So, I was talking to my boy, Meech, and he's, you know, because he just outright just does not like LeVar Ball at all. You know, I, I feel like, you know, I applaud the things that LeVar Ball is doing for his family. He's trying to build a brand, you know, and, and they're the brand, but... It's also their brand, you know what I'm saying? So, um, why not? You know, why not teach your kids to be independent and not have to depend on, you know, if, if you can develop your own, why not? Why depend on somebody else? You know, so, and I think that's what he's teaching his kids. And I applaud him for that. You know, I'm trying to teach my kids that too. Um, but, um, you know, the most famous 
probably sports helicopter uh, parent is, uh, man, I can't remember, Todd Marinovich's dad. Um, basically, what happened was he, uh, you know, he, from he, from the time that he was a, a, an infant, his dad was training him to be uh, an NFL quarterback. Um, like, since he was a, a, a kid, you know, um, what's his name? Marv, Marv, uh, Marinovich is his dad. And so pretty much, you know, his, his dad, uh, you know, had him training to be a quarterback from the time he was an infant. And, you know, in that case, that's a little extreme. Um, and one of the things that Todd Marinovich said, um, excuse me. One of the things that Todd, Todd, uh, Marinovich said was while his dad was a great coach, his dad was a great coach, but he was short in the fatherhood department. You know, um, I'm actually reading, uh, I'm looking at an article right now in the New York times, you know, called when helicopter parents hover, even at work, uh, by, uh, Noam, Schieber. Uh, this is an article from June 21st of this year. Um, and the, the top pitcher, LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball, LiAngelo Ball. And, you know, and this, uh, this was two days before the, uh, the NBA draft. So, um, but you know, we've seen it before, you know, Tiger Woods, dad, um, Jennifer Capriati's dad, um, really just, you know, they want their kids to be great at a sport and they, you know, just drive it home. Me, I'm not even, I'm not built that way. You know, I am of the ilk that kids should be kids and they should be able to be kids, you know, without the burden of trying to develop a, you know, train for a career at six, seven, eight years old. You know, kids should be kids. They should be allowed to play. Um, like I feel like right now my kids get too much homework, you know, in middle school, I was not coming home with two and a half, three hours of homework a day. You know, my, my son and daughter, my oldest two, they come home and they have at least two hours of homework a day. Yeah. To me, that's too much because, you know, they're in school for eight, nine hours a day. Then you have to come home. You're, they want you to do, you know two hours of homework a night plus read for 30 to 45 minutes. When is it time? When are they going to have time to be a kid? You know, but I've talked about that before. So yeah. Do you guys think, you know, LeVar ball is being too extreme with taking LaMelo out of high school? Cause here's the thing. If he's training him to be a pro basketball player, scouts will tell you that, the high school scene really isn't where they, you know, go to scout these guys, the top guys at least. The high school scene isn't where they go to scout all these guys. They go to AAU tournaments and scout them because that's when the top guys are generally pitted against each other. So the days of, you know, like kids, I mean, scouts and coaches being in a high school gym watching high school games, you know, it's pretty much not necessarily over, but there's less of a, a focus and an emphasis on that uh, than it is scouting these AAU games. So, I mean, LaMelo's still going to 
play AAU ball. LeVar still has his AAU team, um, the big ballers. But, um, you know, um, it, we'll see what happens. Me personally, I don't think LeVar has gone too far, you know, yet at least. But, uh, I mean, I do think he could be maybe creeping towards that direction. Uh, but we'll see. So, all we could do is, you know, just pray for the kid, pray for the family. You know what I'm saying? And, look, man, LeVar seems to know what he's doing. So, I just hope he's not doing it just because he's upset with that a coach won't let his son shoot 50 times a game. So, But, you know, that's it for uh, this week, guys. As always, you can find me on the Black Dad Chronicles on Facebook. Website is coming soon. I am working on a website um, that's coming soon. Uh, man, I've just been, I've been kind of busy. Um, so the website's coming soon. Um, and now in the website, you'll be able to find all my blogs, you know, I mean, all my podcasts, you know, maybe some videos, blog posts, but for right now, go to www.thevc.com. That's T H E V E S E Y.com. You know, have great news, black culture. We do black culture the right way, the smart way. We're not promoting anything ratchet. We're not promoting anything that's bad for the culture or bad for our people. We're trying to stay positive, uh, shine things, shine, you know, shine a positive light on certain things. Um, so check us out on the VC.com. You'll find other podcasts, you know. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on, on Instagram at Black Dad Chronicles. You can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Courtney Mack. Um, it's NBA season wrapping up, so I'll be tweeting more and more. You can also go to the Black Dad Chronicles on Facebook. If you want to suggest a guest or suggest show topics or just, you know, give me a thumbs up. Also, Rate me on iTunes. You know, I'm wherever you can find your uh, podcast. Peace.